everyone, welcome back to another episode. So today we have a special guest, Victoria Maccabee. She's one of my mutual friends on Instagram. And as you'll hear in the episode, we've kind of been talking back and forth for quite a while now. You know, just one of those girls that I always chat with about random things. And um, she used to have a podcast too. So we wanted to sit down and just have a chat. And we ended up naturally just going into this whole discussion about abundance mindset and like reframing your beliefs and really just an amazing inspiring conversation and we were bouncing off of each other so much we kept saying what the other person was thinking and it was just such a lovely conversation I'm definitely gonna have her back on but I know you guys are gonna love it so much she's so sweet and we just really like hit it off so without further ado let's get into it I'd love to officially welcome you I'm so glad that this finally worked out I know freaking over six months in the making yeah I know and so much has like changed and happened over the last six months and but I'm so happy that we're able to finally talk it's so funny like I feel like I already know you because we've like talked on Instagram and then just like following people for so long you feel like you really get a sense of who they are as a person and so I feel like I already know you Oh, for sure. I try to explain that to my boyfriend because I just went to visit like one of my Instagram friends that I had never met. And he was like, are you sure? Like, that's a good idea. (laughs) And I was like, I literally know her. Like, I follow her on TikTok and we DM all the time. Like, I know her exactly what you're saying, because like people like us who actually like put our lives out there or even just our thoughts and personalities, like it's very easy to pick up on someone's, you know, actual personality totally like what they're about their values everything basically but that's cool that you went to visit someone that you like met through TikTok and Instagram that's like the best to me yeah it was awesome okay so and I guess we'll just get right into it about social media then because I did want to talk to you about what we were DMing about like whenever the hell that was maybe a month ago or so yeah um about what Emma Chamberlain said and just in general about like feeling kind of uninspired by Instagram and interestingly enough um when I went to LA uh that's where I went to see my friend Bridget like I came out of that like actually feeling inspired again for the first time in forever and I was like oh like I guess I guess that's what LA does to people like (laughs) they're not lying when they say like you know they feel the creative sparks there but this or despite the past like couple weeks since I've gone basically all of 2022 I just felt like I was posting into the void like I felt like even going out and taking photos or videos or posting stories like I hate stories now (laughs) I just felt like it was so unnecessary and like I felt like myself questioning like my intentions and why I was even posting and I was also like why do I even feel the need to share what I'm doing every single day on stories like is it felt like black mirror and like dystopian to me and I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts if you were feeling the same way or like what's going on in your head. Yeah, that's like actually exactly how I have been feeling. And what's crazy about it is that I've not only been feeling that from like a personal perspective, but also from like my business accounts as well. And that's where it gets even weirder too. And like, I know like 
for you and like a lot of other girls, um, like I wouldn't really, I think at this point, consider myself like an influencer, nor am I really like mm-hmm. on that path. I kind of just shifted gears over like a year and a half ago. Um, but I think that like, it just sucks to see that, like how many people rely on Instagram as their business, like their personal account literally is their business. And so to see how that's affected and then to kind of like watch that happening, not only on my personal, just from like a, you know, individual standpoint of like wanting to share Mm -hmm. stuff with people that I know, but like watching my business accounts just feel like nothing mattered. And like, that's what's so trippy, like feeling like, literally just feeling like, yeah, you're just posting into this like void of like, and and here's the thing. I think it's like the energy behind it too. Like there would be days where I would notice I was getting like no views on my stories. I didn't even know what was happening. And then days where there's like a thousand people like looking at my stories and I'm just like, how is this so like back and forth? But even when the, it would be like a higher number count, it just almost felt like everyone just seems bored with it, you know, like where in the past people will react and like respond and like have more conversation around what you're posting. And it feels like everyone's like on that same wavelength, regardless of the algorithm or whatever, like it's an energy thing. I think that's a really interesting point. And like, I can really relate to that in terms of the numbers kind of just feeling like nothing and also like the back and forth, because I've been getting like, literally 100 likes lately which we've determined I don't give a fuck anymore but it's just like okay like that's just such a tiny amount of my audience but then like a couple months ago one of my pictures blew up and got 8,000 likes which has never happened to me what I know and literally the reach dude 139,000 but I'm telling you Like, I didn't even give a fuck. Like, it didn't even feel special anymore. I thought that the day that, like, a picture, like, got the recognition that I wanted and all of that, I thought that I would be like, ah, like, finally, yes. But it's gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, what's what's next? Like, it doesn't feel any different. And I think it totally does have to do with, like, not only the energy of us like posting it but also the energy of people who are like scrolling on their phone and looking at it because like I also don't even scroll on Instagram anymore like I I literally I don't even look at my friend's stuff most of the time like I don't even find joy in it and I feel like that's how most of like probably my audience and yours and whoever also feels because it's like they're the ones just ingesting all of this constantly and it's just like this numbingness. I don't even know. Like it just has become so, I don't really know the right word, but it is really upsetting. Like you said, when there's people who are doing this for their job and like your company probably relies a little bit on your social media. Um, do you want to talk about like how that specifically, if it has, like, has it affected your business? Like the downfall of Instagram, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I've been really lucky that it hasn't affected me to my knowledge. But here's the thing, like when there's no reach and when there's no engagement happening the way that it used to happen like a year or two years ago, I'm sure it has to be affecting it to an extent that I can't even see. You know what I mean? Because like you can't see what you can't see kind of thing. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. But I feel like like fortunately for me, like I don't feel like my income or like my 
company revenue and things like that are affected, at least for my design studio with my other business. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of, we're going through like a really interesting transition at the moment. And so I can't even like really speak to that. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like, yeah, I just feel like there's just something fucking weird happening and people just like don't care. It's kind of like, goes back to what I think maybe Emma Chamberlain talked about this in her podcast, but like people have seen everything there is to see on the internet. Like every shot that is to be taken has been taken and posted. And so nothing is like hitting our dopamine anymore. It's like Instagram's trying to implement all these new little features, like story likes now. And like to kind of like bring a new sense of like, I guess dopamine hits to the experience Mm -hmm. and it's like just not working. Like I see people like my stories and I'm just like, okay, cool. And I can't imagine how that feels like for you to have hit such a big goal that probably was like a big deal to you like a year ago or so. And now it's like, you're just like, cool. This is like any other day and any other photo. Yeah, totally. I, I don't even, I can't even really pinpoint like, the moment um that I was just like okay like I literally can't strive to do this anymore um because like I don't know just for my listeners context I definitely was working toward or it was my goal to be like a full-time and mostly Instagram influencer from like the time I graduated until probably like the middle or end of last year and it just got to a point where I realized it was such like a unsustainable thing for me because um, I was putting in so much mental energy and just getting literally nothing in return. And I was just like broke as fuck also. Like obviously I wasn't making any money. It takes such a long time um, nowadays to establish yourself on Instagram unless you blow up on TikTok. But then it's like people expect your viral content and that's it and they don't really want to hear from you and I just felt like it was this like trap and it used to be such an ideal like job and um or even just like a hobby for people like who just enjoyed it but like all the fun has been sucked out of it I feel like and like you said it has gotten so fucking stale I don't I don't even enjoy ingesting anything that I look at these days I feel like even YouTube like I get so bored with YouTube it's not even funny like uh, you know these girls are great and all but I really like don't give a fuck that they're going to Whole Foods for the millionth time <laughs> like yeah I, that's why I find podcasts are basically the only medium that I even really consume on a regular basis anymore because it's not as like mind-numbing as other things And you can like listen while you're doing something productive, which I basically like have to because I have ADHD and I can't just like clean in silence. (laughs) I literally would just lay back down in my bed again. But yeah, it definitely was like a hard thing for me to accept that I was almost like giving up that dream in a way. But it's not that I have to. It's just like I've realized that's almost not ideal for me. And, you know, that's okay. But it is interesting and just almost upsetting that it's hitting everyone kind of as like a mass feeling right now yeah I don't know it's just such a bizarre thing that obviously like our society has never you know experienced before it's all new and we're all just like don't know how to navigate it 
Yeah. And like, I wonder how many people feel this way. That's like the thing for me. Like I've heard other people obviously mention it and like, it's something that the Instagram algorithm and the ever changing features is something that like everyone's been frustrated about for a while. But like, I've seen other girls who like that you follow too, that recently like have hit goals, like getting to 10 K or 15 K or whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And they've just like barely post anymore. And I'm just like, okay, they must be feeling super discouraged too, for them to just not be showing up at all right now. And so yeah. it's like, have you spoken to other girls who are like, I guess I would say like in your same follower range and like, they're feeling exactly what you're feeling. Cause like for me, like I care to an extent because like, I want to promote my businesses. I want to like be able to engage with the people that I want to engage with. But like, I guess it just hasn't affected me in a while because I have literally just like let go of this idea of wanting to be an influencer so long ago, pretty much for Mm -hmm. like a lot of the same reasons that we're talking about now, but like, plus just a bunch of other reasons. But yeah, like, how are you noticing it affecting the other girls? So I haven't really talked to like too many people about this, but from my other like closer Instagram friends, um, like I I do have one close friend, but she has a million followers on TikTok and like 200,000 something Instagram followers. So it's like she's established herself and she's like making fucking bank. And I feel like at that point, it's like, okay, like you accept it as your job. But for people, like you said, with a similar following as me, or just like similar, like on the similar stage in the journey, they don't give a fuck anymore either. Like my one friend was like, I haven't, you know, gone out and taken pictures in forever because I can't let an app control my life. And I was like, you know what, when you put it that way, (laughs) that is a good point. And the way you said that people are hitting their goals and just not even posting, that's exactly what happened to me. Like when I, that one picture blew up, I literally, like, I barely posted for all of May in all of June. Even after I got what I thought I wanted, like, I was finally getting the attention. But it's, like, once you get that, it doesn't really feel as fulfilling as you think it would. And, I mean, I think that's also, like, a whole other conversation with, like, manifestation and, like, setting goals and having out or having expectations for outcomes and things like that. Um, which I feel like you do, you are into all that kind of stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, that's what I thought. But yeah, Um, you and like my friend are honestly the only people that I've really talked to it about. I don't know, I hope maybe this conversation like we'll hear from some other people because it is really interesting to me and it's just like, I love diving into like the psychology behind why we do everything (laughs) and I like understanding other people's like viewpoints and intentions and it's just, I don't, like because we have no knowledge of this as a whole, like it's our first time as humans like going through social media, it just, it feels like almost, I don't know, like untouchable like I I literally can't think of the words today and I'm sitting here recording but (laughs) it's just like we literally don't even know how to handle it that the only way to do it is just sit back and like stop caring like that's how I see it I guess I know because it's like what's the alternative compete with fucking Instagram or meta and like try to like create an alternative app that basically goes back to like that's a whole other story, like a photo sharing platform. Like why can't we just have the original Instagram where reels aren't 
a thing. Oh I literally, I hate them. I literally actually <laughs> hate reels. No, I do too. <laughs> I feel even stupid for ever posting them. I don't think I've ever created like a reel just to make a reel. I literally only repost my TikToks. And the only reason I do that is because TikTok or Instagram has been somewhat paying for them. Um, that's literally been my only incentive. But I feel like the day that they announced reels, like that was the day it was over. Or whichever came first when they made that fucking shopping tab. Oh my God. Yeah. Like when people are like, oh, you can up your engagement if you're like doing the commission tag now and like the shop your products. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking post to just like feed into capitalism and like have that be the reason that my posts are doing well. Like I want to just post a normal fucking picture and if people like it, they like it. And I feel like Instagram is just becoming so, I don't know. The monetization is like going too far on their end when they're trying to push like the shopping. It's just like, what the fuck is this? Like, how, how did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I've never anything off Instagram. <laughs> no, me either. Like I almost went down that trap one time and it was like, put in your credit card information. I was like, okay, fuck this. Like oh, I don't no. trust Instagram at all. Like I'm not doing this, but I feel like I think the exact same way that you do. Like I'll go down these like really high spirals, like at, in the evening, like once I'm done working and I'm ready to just relax, I'll just get really high. And my intentions are good. <laughs> like my intentions are to just relax and like have a good night. And then literally <laughs> I'll become overly just like irrationally emotional about like something happening or I'll just dive into like a rabbit hole and like I'm pretty sure I was like messaging you on Instagram one night just like I don't even remember what I said but I was like I'm sorry I'm just like really high and like yo I'm on one (laughs) but no but that's always me too I just like feel like I dissect the ways of the world right now like when I'm feeling that way because it's so easy to just see things for what they are when you're really high that's what's crazy it's like for the longest time, I perceived it as like my perception just like being altered when really I'm like, no, I think that we're actually thinking about the things in the right way when we're high. <laughs> like, Yeah, like it's not necessarily altered. It's almost like it um, reveals the truth. Like it opens up more exactly like you just think deeper instead of, you know, thinking bullshit like it's actually real. I completely agree. I mean, getting high and like talking about things is like one of my favorite pastimes yeah it's pretty great (laughs) because I do the same thing and I feel like it's just my way of like coping because I just want to understand the reasons behind everything for some reason like I don't know about you but that's kind of where I go into I'm just like okay but why like why is the world like this like why right now is our government so fucked up like why is there war across the world like literally why it's all this fucked up shit happening it just sends me into a spiral so yeah (laughs) no I get that too and I also I feel like for me like I mostly go to the source of existence and that's where my questions come in I'm like why is anything that's it there's nothing else just why is anything I like that I like that I for me it's more just like I zoom out like in my brain and I picture like me in my city and then like the globe 
and then earth just like getting smaller and smaller and smaller and I just like picture us floating in space so yes and I'm just like all right so (laughs) none of this matters so like what are we going to do about it that's like where my mind takes me basically 99% of the time oh dude I I get it I literally get it and then like I have friends who are like and like I'm personally like I'm not religious like I'm spiritual and like Mm -hmm. I feel very tapped into my own like relationship with God and like the source but like Mm -hmm. the universe whatever you want to call it but like I have friends who I've been friends with for a very long time who do identify as Christian and when I say stuff like that, they're just like, it's because, you know, it's because God made us this way. We're not supposed to know. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to fucking find out. Right. <laughs> I'm going to know what's and going on. Is, I almost wish I was one of those people who was just like satisfied with that answer and found comfort in that because I was also raised Catholic and I just like never really understood it. It was too... I don't know it just wasn't enough for me and like I feel like if I could just find solace in like the bible I would be a happier person but I just I don't it's not enough for me either um but I want to ask you when did your like spiritual journey I guess start because for me I really only got into this type of thinking like basically when COVID hit um but I'm just curious to hear about you yeah, now I just want to talk about this. No, seriously, honestly, though, same. It was around like COVID, and I think mm-hmm. really like in 2019, I started becoming introduced to New Age thought and like subcon mm-hmm. the con- subconscious mind, and like just really kind of understanding the basic principles of the law of attraction. And it was mm-hmm. super intriguing to me because, like, as a kid. I was raised with a Christian family or like my parents were divorced. And then like my dad and stepmom and my mom and stepdad, like I went to two different churches, which was just a lot in itself um, growing up. But like I was raised Christian and I just remember being so like almost like distraught and like upset whenever my parents would try to take me to church on Sunday. Like I just felt it in my core, like something about it just like never sat right with me, even as a child, which is crazy to think back on. But like, as I started becoming introduced, like around 2019 to these new ways of thinking and being and like looking at our lives as more of like a fabric that's connected to everyone rather than like you know, religion and like very segregated, I Mm -hmm. started to kind of like, I would say go through this like spiritual deconstruction first that like had to happen Mm -hmm. before I could even start to like, like form a foundation for where I'm at now. So yeah, so I would say like spiritual deconstruction happened first where I was like questioning everything I've ever learned. And like, not in a way where like, I was like manically like upset about it or like, I went through a downward spiral, but I was just genuinely like curious and like open-minded to everything at that point. And so, yeah, so I started to like understand like just all of those basic principles and kind of Mm -hmm. dive deeper and deeper into it. And then really around like when COVID, like around 2020, I read a book by Deepak Chopra called um, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, which I constantly read. It's not something that I just read once and like you know, remember it, it's kind of like almost like a Bible to me of like how I live my life. But um, it really just like breaks down like the law of attraction and just like the law of detachment and 
just like really how to live in a state of abundance rather than scarcity. And I feel like that kind of is like the root of all of my spirituality, understanding that like anything we want from the universe, we can ask for it. And like, it's already ours. It may be challenging and we may have to figure out, you know, a way around certain things in order to achieve certain goals. But I just believe that like nothing is impossible. And that literally may be not the most popular opinion of what I would look at as spirituality, but that's like for me, the way that I view like my relationship with God and like the universe. That's really cool. And it's so interesting that you say like abundance mindset is like the main piece of the puzzle for you, because I feel like for me, what it comes down to in my spirituality is just like presence. Like that's the number one thing that again, what you said, like, I can create everything that I want, like, presence is just what I personally focus on, and I've never even really asked anyone that, so that was just really cool to hear, but um, when you mentioned, like, deconstructing everything, I know exactly what you mean in questioning everything, because that was exactly how it started for me, too, I mean, I think that's how it goes for everyone, but specifically, when I started to realize that the things I was telling myself regarding like my personality just like didn't have to be true like that was just what I had believed for the past however 20 21 years in my life that was when I was really like oh fuck like I am in charge like I can think what I want to think and do what I want to do and it's up to me to decide but it has taken over two years now um, of just like literally like pulling myself apart and kind of getting rid of all those things that I told myself and that I thought I believed and clearing it all out so that almost down to nothing, like stripping it all away so that you can rebuild it with what you want and, you know, just like create the life that you want, like you said, and just like kind of reconstruct your values and every single thing that you live your life by. And it's just, I feel like it's kind of daunting for people because they're like, I don't want to do the shadow work. Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go through that because it is so fucking hard. I mean, it's, it doesn't come without, you know, I've cried every day. I feel like for the past two years, Yeah. I don't know if you're a crier, but like crying has released so, so, so much for me. I'm not really an angry person. Like I mostly just all of my frustration comes out in sadness. And it was honestly just like, so, hmm, again, can't think of the word. <laughs> it was just like, jarring, I guess, to like, almost feel like you're losing parts of you, but then you realize like, they weren't even part of you to begin with. Like, that was just what you told yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like everything you're saying, I just <laughs> completely like, it's like a mirror, honestly, of yeah. everything that you're saying, because yeah. that has been my exact experience and my exact journey. And like, yes, I am a crier. I cry a lot. (laughs) And I feel like, I don't know, because I don't really have a very active personal presence online. I feel like, well, like obviously when I had my podcast, like that's a little bit different, but I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of people like meet me and they actually expect me to be very different than I am. And I don't, I don't know why that is, but like people expect me to have like a lot more of like a, I guess like a toughness to me, but I'm actually very, very soft and like a very tender type of person. And yeah, I cry a lot and I 
feel like I went through a similar journey where I, for like a year straight, just like, and this was last year actually, so not very long ago, was crying like every single day. And like, literally like my partner, Christopher would like ask me like, what's like, why are you upset? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like, I just feel yeah. like this weight of sadness and like heartbreak. Like to cry. Yes. Like this heartbreaking feeling all the time. And I came to realize that like a lot of that was me mourning like the my past yes. self and like you're giving me chills because that was exactly what I was about to fucking say <laughs> yeah I didn't even know that was a thing until I was experiencing yeah. it and then I was telling my exactly. mom one day and I'm like and my mom is a therapist and she, mm -hmm. she was like yeah that's a thing and I was like why has no one told me about this because I've been so confused why I've been so sad and then whenever I understood that it's like everything made more sense and I was able to give myself grace and be like, okay, it's like, yes. okay, that I feel this way. Like, I'm not just like this, like, emotionally wrecked human being, like, I'm actually going through something. And I deserve to like, validate my own feelings and have those feelings validated by other people that I care about. So it's because yeah, I like as a kid, like my parents would always say, like, don't be so dramatic, or you're such a drama queen. And looking back, awesome. I'm like, no, I'm just a very sensitive fucking person. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And like, I should have been validated like my whole life and I wasn't you know oh, girl I know it's rough it definitely was hard in childhood but yeah when I was going through like I feel like I've kind of gotten past that now in terms of grieving my old self but I can specifically remember a moment in my head right now I think it was around um like the fall or winter time last year and I was sitting in my apartment and I was trying to get myself up to like do like chores or something and I was just so fucking sad and I literally felt like so broken before I understood what was going on because it's like you feel like you should be excited because you're kind of like already adopting these new parts of yourself but it's that in-between space where you're still have one foot in the door of your old self and you have one foot in the door of your new self and your brain literally doesn't know how to handle it because you don't know who you are and it's like that final transition is such a hard step to take and it's just crazy to hear someone talk about it in like such a similar way that I went through it I mean it just even goes to show that we are all just like the same thing and we're all connected and we're all just the universe like experiencing each other and I'm so glad that we were brought to each other and can have this conversation because this is seriously like so special to me to just hear that someone else thinks the exact same way that I do. Yeah, I feel like we need to record 10,000 more episodes. <laughs> no, I agree with you completely. And I feel like that was part of my problem too. Like when I was going through all of that, I felt so alone and I had no idea who to even talk to about it. And then the people, like the friends that I would talk to about it, like, I really am a big believer in having people in my circle that, you know, not everyone has to think just like me, but like you have to have aligning values and you have to align in certain ways or like, obviously that's right. just the nature of friendships and relationships. But I feel like even though I have these really awesome, very few, but very awesome people in my life, I felt like they didn't understand at all what I was going through and what I was describing. And so like to hear that you're just like, yes, I felt that. Like I don't think anyone even remotely has told me like that they they felt 
you know, the way that I'm describing, like, I've heard people be like, I understand, like, that must be hard. But no one has been like, mm-hmm. no, I've felt that like, there's just this weight of the world. It's like, why do we feel this pressure and this sadness? And why do we feel like we have to have it all figured out? But then again, it's like, why is anything like, I don't know, I don't have answers to anything. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. It's, it's honestly just like a learning everyday type of thing like you know we're never gonna know we're literally never gonna understand (laughs) um but in terms of like abundance mindset do you want to talk about that more and just like how you relate it to like you said it's like the foundation of your spirituality yeah and I also want to say like I feel like I maybe know a bit like kind of where you're at in terms of when Mm -hmm. you said about the foundation of yours being more about presence, I feel like that's like, I wouldn't say that like mine is all about like what I can get out of this life. Like it's very much rooted in like like values of being a good person and like all sorts of other things Mm -hmm. too. But in terms of like presence, I feel like to speak to kind of going through really tough times where you're having like an identity crisis and you don't feel like you know who you are. I feel like for me, something I like to think about is I look back on like, and this actually ties kind of into the abundance versus scarcity mindset thing. I think back to like two years ago during COVID, I definitely definitely was going through a very transitional time. And rather than like being present through that journey and like understanding that it's all part of it. I literally mm-hmm. just like blocked that out in my mind and I just allowed myself to kind of crawl into this space of depression and darkness without really being present and enjoying that time in my life. And so now I'm sitting here and I look back on that, you know, two years ago and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I can never ever get that time back. And so something now that I'm really trying to lean into is like, okay, is this the most ideal situation? No is, you know, Mm -hmm. can it be better? And can Mm -hmm. I work towards more? Yes, absolutely. So while I'm doing that, I can enjoy life and I can give myself permission to feel happy and to, you know, try to break myself out of like depressive episodes and things. Because before I just kind of was like, it is what it is. Like, this is just who I am and how I feel. And so now I really try to like reframe that narrative and like take ownership over how I'm feeling and tell myself that like, it's just going to become yet another wasted year if I don't, you know, get control of it because we're ever changing. Like we're never going to have the most perfect year of all time. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's so much easier to look back on the past and think about how great it was then because you already know the answers. If you think about it, like you already know what happened in the past. It's so true. The reason why we're, yes, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's why no. I think that we miss the past so much is because we like knew that it, we knew all the answers and exactly how it was written and we don't know yeah. the answers to the future and it's uncertain and it's scary. And so in saying all that, I feel like that has been kind of like some of the lessons I've had to learn to really like step into the state of more abundance and just reframing my mindset to think like someone who, you know, is already living the life of my dreams and already has all the things that I want out of life is that I just have to remember it can always be worse. And, you know, like things really aren't so bad. It's all about perspective, but, um, but yeah, I just 
sorry, I feel like I kind of just like went all over the place and haven't really addressed your question. No, it makes sense question. in my head at least. Like, okay. <laughs> I feel like you're getting into it, so I'm understanding. <laughs> I'm paving the road. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, so, like, that was kind of, like, my past was just, like, really accepting things for how they were and, like, being really fucking depressed about them and feeling like, like, for example, like, if I didn't get a client inquiry or, you know, have any sort of business opportunity for a month, I would just, like, kind of Mm -hmm. crawl into this place of sadness and think, like, okay, well, I'm never going to get another client because it would have happened by now. And so... I, that would like kind of that bit of scarcity mindset bled into other areas of my life. And when I like picked up that book that I told you about the seven spiritual laws Mm -hmm. of success, this was like, yeah, around like mid late 2020, actually, this was late 2020. So not even that long ago. Um, ironically enough, my mom bought Christopher that book for Christmas, which is so weird because like, she's very much like, Yes, without having any idea. My mom is a Christian. My mom like goes to Baptist like a Baptist church and like definitely does not really, you know, lean into this whole idea of law of attraction and stuff. She's very faith mm-hmm. Bible based and stuff like prayer. And so she knew like she very much accepts me for who I am. She accepts my partner for who for who he is. Um and she bought him this book for Christmas and I actually ended up reading the book before he did and was like, Oh my God, like you've got to read this book. Like, or maybe he read it before me, but like we were both just like freaking out over it because we're like, Whoa, this book like puts everything into perspective and just like perfectly explains why it literally makes zero sense to be in scarcity mindset. And my business, like when I say I went from like, I don't know. I won't like actually, I guess, give like real numbers, but like I mm-hmm. 10x like what I made in a year's time because it shifted yeah. my whole perspective. And so, whereas before I was like, you know, a self sustaining entrepreneur who was like paying my mm-hmm. own bills through my paychecks, but like it wasn't like a lot. Like I was only making right. enough to basically get by. And then the next client, you know, invoice would come through. But then when okay. I shifted my mindset, I just like, it's almost like I locked this infinite potential inside of me and realized like I am deserving of having all of these things. And so I highly recommend the book. It is the easiest read. It's only like 70 or a hundred pages, something like in that range. Um, but it is like the perfect summarization of just like why, you know, you should detach from the outcome and it's whatever mm-hmm. happens is going to happen anyway. So like if you're showing up for yourself and if you're, you know, putting in the effort, but also like understanding that, you know, you can't consume yourself with worry over it. Like everything can literally change in an instant. It's, it's the wildest thing. Wow. I love that. And you really did answer that in such a well-rounded way. Um, There's a couple of things that I just wanted to mention because I can completely relate about like looking back and realizing that you weren't present with yourself it's like such a painful feeling because you don't want to blame yourself, but you also kind of do. (laughs) Um, But there was this one quote that I saw last fall and it like literally, I don't know, it changed the course of my life. And it said, I'll never have this version of me again. Let me slow down and be with her. 
and I literally was like sobbing because it's so oh true like God. even ourselves oh today God. like what we are t- or what we know today and who we are we will never be like this again so we might as well you know just enjoy it and like look around and um I feel like everything you were saying but you didn't say the one word but it kind of comes back to gratitude and just like you know, when you said this right here is good enough, like this is okay. And I don't have to worry about it getting better because there's no point. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like gratitude for the present moment is like literally all that you can give yourself. And then from that, everything else will just like naturally unfold. But it's when you're trying to control everything and be like, oh, this fucking sucks. Like I want something else. Like that's when you're just in this state of I don't, I don't know if it's like cognitive dissonance. I don't really know if that would apply because I just like can't think right now, but (laughs) like, I don't know. It's just such an important thing to be truly grateful for where you are and what you have. And also what you um, mentioned is that you feel like you deserve it. And I feel like that is such a huge, huge part of it. I feel like that was one of the last um, like pieces missing for me was okay, like I've built these tools of spirituality now, like I'm meditating and I'm doing yoga and I'm journaling and I'm having all these wonderful thoughts. But at the end of the day, I still didn't believe that I deserved better than what I was feeling. And you can have all of these dreams and all of these aspirations and be doing all these things. But if you don't deep down, like have self-worth and know that you are worthy, it literally means nothing. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. I mean, if you are just telling yourself that you don't deserve something, you can't even recognize an opportunity when it passes you, you know? So it's like the opportunities are there. It's just like our self-image and so many more things attached to, yeah, like gratitude and being grateful for where we're at and knowing that everything is temporary. Like nothing is forever. Like in like even that quote that you just read, like that, I feel Mm -hmm. that so much because I think about that all the time. Like that's kind of like the root of how I feel when I think back on the time that I feel like I've wasted. I'm like, damn, like I can never get that back and I can never be that young again. You know, like we're getting older every day. And so it's just, that's another thing. I literally, when I was 19 (laughs) years old, I literally sobbed and nobody understood. They were like, but you're so young. But I was like, I'm going to blink and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be 25. And I remember on my 25th birthday, I was like, this is what I was telling everyone about. (laughs) You're like, I fucking knew it. I know. (laughs) No, I really feel that. (laughs) I like what you said about um, opening yourself up to experiences when you discover your self-worth because it's so true. Because when you are just sitting there, like with the knowing and with the understanding that things are getting better and they will come because there's no other option people will be so surprised where like let's say you want to make a thousand dollars and you're just like okay like it's coming I got nothing to worry about like it could come from the most random thing that you never expected but just because you were open to the idea of it it presented itself to you versus being, you know, like you said, basically um, scarcity mindset and like, fuck this, like it's never going to happen. Like you're not even looking for opportunity. And it's just so fucking crazy how much our 
simple mindset and even like one word in our brain just like changes everything. <laughs> like, I don't know. I need to do more reading into like the subconscious mind because I was a psych major and I love psychology so much, but you don't really learn about like spirituality and psychology. And I found that a lot of books are like kind of fucking bullshit. Like they're not real science. And so I've been looking for a good read regarding that. It's incomprehensible to me how much we actually are in control of our brains and like how much that idea is not told to us when we're young. Like it's so sad that we're not using our perception of the world to its fullest potential. Yeah, no, it's very true. But then sometimes do you ever feel like it's like, like I go back and forth, like some days I'll be like, wow, I can do anything. I could literally become the fucking president if I wanted to. And then like <laughs> the next day I'm like, I'm never going to be anywhere in life. Like it really is very difficult. Like even when you've conditioned yourself to like think these things and you know how to do it, like it is so easy for the mind to just like fall back into these like old patterns. Like I still do it very often where I like feel like, horrible about myself and then I have to go look at myself in the mirror and say like I can't I can't play the victim right now like I have to just like use these tools and like keep growing you know and like trying to keep expanding them and so like yeah I would love to find some more good reads about just yeah like that dive into spirituality but more so like connecting it to like the mind and how everything our reality literally begins in the mind yeah, it really does. And it's fucking nuts. <laughs> I wanted to talk, you kind of already touched on it. So we can just kind of go right in. But I just wanted to hear about how your spirituality has impacted your business. And it sounds like it affected it directly. Like literally, you're just like, all right, I got this. And you made 10 times the amount of fucking money. Like that's incredible. And I, I just want to hear if you have like anything specific that you did, or if it was just kind of a natural culmination of like everything that you were discovering in your personal life did it just kind of translate into your now two businesses or do you have to be conscious about it I guess that's more my question yeah that's a really good question because like that's kind of something I feel like I'm still trying to figure out because I feel like there have been so many factors too that have affected me and like kind of helped pave the way to where I'm at now and I think part of that is like I've always been a very, very hard worker and someone who is like not afraid to put in the work and, you know, whatever that looks like in every phase of my Mm -hmm. life. You know what I mean? Like it hasn't always looked the way that it is now. But so I feel like that was already really ingrained in me, but it was almost like I was doing all this work just to worry. And then the tension that I was creating in the universe was like almost like repelling good things from happening, which I think a lot of people may not agree with that mindset. They're like, how could you possibly like, no, I believe that that happens. I believe that Mm -hmm. when you're not in a place to receive something, you just can't receive it because you either a won't be able to appreciate it or B you won't be able to take it by the balls and (laughs) like just fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like for lack of better words. So yeah, I feel like that was like kind of already like where I was at. Like I was like, if I just know the answers or like have kind of somewhat of a grasp of like what to do, like I will make this work. And so I feel like when spirituality, like true spirituality, like the way I know it today, like entered my life 
or I guess more so Mm -hmm. I'll just say mindset because I think spirituality is something I'm still personally working on like I wouldn't consider myself to be like this like super spiritually connected person even though I would like to be um I think mine right now is just like kind of more in the realm of mindset edging into spirituality as I become Mm -hmm. more and more aware of who I am and who I want to become um but yeah, like when the all of the these like new mindset ideas like entered my life, it really started to shape the way that I thought about just everything. You know what I mean? Like the way mm-hmm. that I viewed negative situations happening, like I yeah. was able to reframe them a lot differently. And like if I before, maybe if I bid and sent in a proposal to get a client to get a, pro- a certain project and then the client got back to me and said I'm sorry like we're actually going to go in a different direction before that would have absolutely wrecked me and I would have gone into mm-hmm. like this scarcity panic state like oh my god like I need more clients I need more money like I need to have projects to you know continue my career whereas like when the those new mindset like techniques came into my life, I was able to view it like, okay, there's someone so much better that's going to come along. And when I literally started viewing it that way, mm, that's yeah. actually what happened. And yeah. I, you're like, huh. yeah, so crazy. And so it almost is like I was able to reveal answers that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to see. So, like, I would see opportunity in small things, like, I remember I like reached out to this other, it's like someone who has been doing what I'm doing, but for like seven years or eight years longer. And I connected with her on Instagram and I was like, I really would love to like discuss, like, you know, partnering with you on a project. Like I, you know, I'm a web designer and a brand designer, but I don't have a developer in house. And I would love to see if you guys would want to take on the development portion of this project. And so she emailed me back and was like, Hey, Victoria, like, I actually really admire your work. Um, I, you know, we can't take on any sort of outside projects mm-hmm. that's already been designed and we don't do white label development, but I would love to get on a meeting with you and just see how we could partner on other stuff in the future and how I could help you find the developer for this project. And so we had a Zoom call and then she ended up sending me this client who was like, I think that when they came to me, their budget was like $3,000 or maybe $4,000. It wasn't a lot for what they were asking. And I Mm -hmm. was like, you know, like that was really nice of them to send me this client. I'm going to just pitch the client anyways. And like, you know, get on a call with them and give them my time. And I got on the phone with the client, explained to them why that budget was much too low for the scope of work and why this project was actually going to cost $12,000. And she completely understood. And she was like, okay, like I'm ready to make this investment. And you come very highly recommended by, you know, this other person, the girl that, or the lady that I spoke to on the Zoom call that day. And so she was like, I would love to work with you. I can already tell you, like, can you send me over the contract and like, let's find a date to get started. And I just like that just signed on, you know, a $12,000 project. Whereas before I wouldn't have even thought to reach out to that person and to try to get a meeting with them because I would have thought, oh, they're not interested in my shit anyways. And it just like, it kind of helped my confidence in different ways. And that's kind of what I mean by like, if you're willing to put in the work, and those opportunities, you're able to recognize those opportunities in tandem. Those two things will like, like 
literally like expedite your life and you can bend time and space to make shit happen, you know? A hundred percent. And I love that you have a specific example like that to be able to look back on and like literally see how your perception of it just completely changed everything and how that was almost like a gift to yourself back in February. So I was working for a startup from like August to February and I knew that was a risk, you know, um, going into it. And it was literally just me and this like 50 year old man who I would like meet up with sometimes, but he wasn't weird at all or anything, but he would like pay me under the table. I was working part-time and honestly, it just wasn't it. And I feel like when I'm in those kind of situations, like I've learned my lesson fucking now, but I can't take myself out of that situation and like know that I deserve better. So literally just one day he, he was like, um, I can only pay you for one more day. And I was like, that's great. Like that is so awesome. And I basically had like two weeks to get a job and I just went into fucking hunting mode, like applying to jobs. But also, like you said, I was just like, I'm going to get one. Like, I know it's coming. I know I'm going to get a good one. It's not going to be like these past two that I've honestly hated so much. And I ended up getting a job offer. It was only like a couple weeks later. And I've been working there for like three months now. It's like so fun, something that I never even saw myself doing. And that's again, what we were saying, like, I used to close myself off to sales jobs because I was like, I can never do that. I would never enjoy that. You know, I'm so shy, blah, 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 blah. And then I just fucking did it. And now I'm like, this is the most fun job. And I have like so many friends, like my coworkers are already like my good friends. And I never would have been in this position and like now financially stable again and just like moving my career if I didn't have that change my mindset like it it is really nuts how it just affects every single thing and you just kind of have to let it just like do its thing and just trust oh my god that's amazing that like literally you wanted out of that job you didn't know how to do it and it's like the universe was just like look girl I got you (laughs) yeah like let me force you to do something And yeah, I mean, I feel like that's how it's been for me in the past for even like relationships and just any kind of situation that wasn't ideal. I was always too scared to, you know, take the next step and pull myself out of something that I knew wasn't working because it's comfortable and you don't want to lose that. But the moment that you do, that is what opens you up to things. And it's just like such a magical like flip of a switch. And I just love hearing about it from you and that we both have like had you know like really good success just from literally our brains like telling us something different (laughs) yeah it's it's pretty freaking cool and like it just makes me want everybody to tap into that state you know like I'm not perfect by any means like I still have really tough days and like honestly the fact that I work from home now like I like before I moved to Austin, my I had like my business partner at my other company, we kind of like just shared an office space. And so I worked both of my companies out of my office space. And it felt like I had to like get up and like, go, go, go all the time. And so I think that really kind of what opened this next level of like spiritual awakening for me was moving to Austin, Texas last year, like it was like last Mm -hmm. April. 
And I was working from home and I didn't have anywhere to go. And I like couldn't escape myself. I couldn't, like, I had to sit with how I was feeling, you know, I couldn't just say like, Oh, I'm feeling like shitty. Like, let me get ready and go to my office. And like, where I was also around other people because it was attached to other office spaces and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, it's just like crazy how we get forced into these situations that just like push us to be so much stronger at the end. And I love how this turned from social media to this. And honestly, (laughs) like, I love that because I feel like this conversation is like, I'm like, this is why we're here. Like to understand each other deeper. It's not to like look at each other through a grid or a screen and scroll past each other's photos. It's like literally we're meant to be connecting and meeting other people who like think the way that we do in certain areas and also people who think so different than us. Yeah, dude, you're going to make me cry. That's so true. And I'm so, I'm literally going to call you next month and we're going to record another one. Like, yes, literally do. I love, like, I love talking to people who we just like bounce back or bounce off of one another. And like you said, we just clearly like see things very similarly. It's almost spooky, to be quite honest with you. Like, (laughs) I got chills so many times throughout this episode because what you were saying was like, literally the exact words in my brain and I'm just like what the fuck is going on (laughs) yeah no it is like kind of actually rare to my experience like I feel like it's actually pretty rare because like I really try to connect with different people online and like some people just doesn't hit you know like you're trying and you're just like okay we're obviously can't like we can't really be friends because you're not giving me anything here but like I feel like with you I could already tell, like, even when we would message, I was like, she just, like, gets it. And what's so funny (laughs) is that you have, you have, like, just such a calming, sweet energy about you. And you just seem just, like, so sweet. And, like, you definitely, like, even talking to you now, like, same vibe for sure. But I was just kind of, like, I don't know. It just made me so sad, like, knowing, like, when you would, like, talk about how you were feeling, like, on your stories and then, like, in your messages. I'm like, but you're so sweet. Like, people, like, you don't deserve to go through shit like that. But it's also, like, that's That's part of, I think, why probably, too. It's, like, we – because I feel like I'm able to have a deeper empathy for people because of just the shit that I've dealt with. And it's, like, I just want other people to feel so supported, you know? Oh, I know. I honestly, like the way I see it, I feel like everything that I've gone through in my life is just for me to talk about it and like make other people hopeful that it's going to be okay. Because that's basically the only good I can get out of it. But I love, you know, being introspective and like, like I said, understanding the reason for things and just kind of I don't know, like being that resource for people. Because when I was in high school and even in college like when I was going through before any of this when I was just like super super insecure and literally on autopilot like hated myself probably hated life like I was a pretty miserable pessimistic person I used to be so negative it's not even funny I can't even believe the flip that my brain did but um what the fuck was I even going to say, dude? <laughs> I literally just lost my train of thought in the middle of that. It's not even – I don't know what I was going to say. It's I literally don't. already been a long week, and it's only Tuesday. I'm right there oh, with you. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I – be- 
I completely get that too. And that's kind of like, yeah, same. I look back on three, four years ago and like the way that I viewed everything and just the way I showed up in the world. And it was just very much like a lot of complaints and not a lot of just like doing it and getting through it and trying to understand that it's for a reason. So I'm just glad that we are where we're at mentally and like we have our whole lives ahead of us, you know, and like, at least that's how I like to believe because obviously my brain goes into spirals about like death and (laughs) how scary. And I mean, you know, I know that you understand, like, it's just really difficult Mm -hmm. when you lose someone close to you and it just puts things into perspective. And it's just something that we as people have to face, but I try to just live life believing that I you know, I believe myself to be a really good person that cares like a Mm -hmm. fucking lot about other people. And I just believe that those types of people, like we deserve to be here and to be spreading kindness and love. And we're going to live a really long, beautiful life. I love that. I remember what I was going to (laughs) say. It was just that when I was like going through that shit, especially in high school, there wasn't anything like podcasts were not a thing. People didn't talk about this on YouTube. There weren't any resources of girls like our age or, you know, our age now or our age then, anyone we could relate to, like talking about literally anything, like even dealing with boys and like stupid high school stuff that you're going through. I I could never find myself relating to like anything on the internet. Like it just, it wasn't a thing yet. I feel like people weren't talking about mental health, you know, five, six, whatever years ago. And I just like think it's such an important conversation, all this, everything that we've talked about, basically anything that you can do to like make your life better. I just want to share it because I didn't have that when I really needed it. No, I totally, I totally get that. And now it's all around us and we have so much access and like books that we never, even then, even though these books existed, how would we have ever known about them? Because we didn't have the influencers to literally like it's been. (laughs) And now I'm starting to think that social media is like an important part of life now. I'm like, damn, like, okay. (laughs) Wow. What a full circle moment. (laughs) Yeah. Literally this episode has just been completely full circle. But I hope that your audience got something from this. And I hope that, you know, just others out there listening are just, I don't know. I, I hope that they're kind of tapped in and like that we were able to share something yeah. good with them today. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, Megan. And you know where to find me if you ever need anything. <laughs> Thank you.